When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Lumi D, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Welcome to another episode of Toba Tonight. We're here with, I, I was going to say Lumidi, but she told me that I'm allowed to say Lumi. So I feel oh, like yeah. we're best, I feel like we're best friends now and we haven't even started the interview, but she understands how this all works. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask you to start because listen, I have a very different kind of mixture of music. I listen to boy bands, girl bands, everything in between. Now, if I was caught in Spanish Harlem listening to Backstreet Boys, <laughs> What would happen to me? Be honest. Okay. Some people will say you're you're in the wrong neighborhood. You're on the wrong block. What are you looking for? <laughs> um, this is like, and most likely, you know, if if we find out what else you're listening to, it, it may be fine. But the truth is, I defend you because okay. I love insane growing up. I love Backstreet Boys growing up. So as long as I was on the block, I could probably protect yeah. you. You know? But how much? But how safe am I? Like, like if you just came in and said, "Listen, he's with me." Does that yeah. really do much? <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. Yes, it, you'll be fine. And in my block, you'll be good. Yeah. Yes, okay, but okay, but at what extent would I have to put on a certain song where you're like, actually, you know what? He's no longer with me. He's, he's <laughs> no. gone. If I turned on like, if I turned on Christina Aguilera and then I start singing, you'd be like, "All right, you know what." He's, you know what? Yours. I, I may take him. <laughs> yeah, I may have to be like Tobin. We only do this when we hang out, not yeah, in yeah, front yeah, of the yeah. people in public. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. I just be like, listen. Yes. All right, it's fine. Fair game. And I'd be no, just, but it's a melting pot, you know. Yeah. We like everything in Spanish Harlem. It's not just yeah. like you know hip hop or Latin music. You know, uh, we grow up listening to everything. And there's so many different walks of life that come through. So um, you're definitely will be, you'll be exotic coming yeah. through Spanish Harlem, you know? My only relationship with Spanish Harlem is listening to the song Maria Maria, but I think it's Carlos Santana. Well, so, that is the vibe. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's the vibe. It gives you that feeling. I'm sure, I mean, the Maria, I wonder how you picture Maria, you know? Like, I, I'm sure she has a flowy dress, a flower in her hair or something. I, I picture I pictured Maria. I don't know if it's maybe because like I've I've heard it when I grew up, and then of course mm-hmm. where someone kind of samples the music, I yes. think of Rihanna, and oh. I feel I feel bad because the actual person who's probably in the Carlos Santana video is like, goddamn Rihanna. Rihanna. Like, everyone Rihanna was thinking of me Rihanna until you came it, on. It's her. That's yeah. it. It's hers. Like, yeah. Everyone. Every like younger child was like, oh yes. When I listen to this song, I think of her, and she's like, good. And then Rihanna comes on the scene and then does a remix of it or whatever. And then it's like, now That's she's it. like, that was my thing. Why oh my did you gosh, she, she just thing? takes it away. <laughs> <laughs> Who were some of the influences you had growing up? Because you said it's like a melting pot. Now, everyone's yes. different. I know like I can range from listening to Backstreet Boys one day to like Rob Thomas the next to... Okay. Avril Lavigne so it's all over but like I love Avril who were some ones that you were like you looked at them and you said I want to give this a shot because I think I can do this Mary J Blige 
Okay, um, good one. Definitely Mary J. Blige. She she looked like the girl on the block. You know, she okay. was completely relatable. But the girl on the block that she wanted to be, the girl that had all the fresh clothes and, you know, she, her hair was styled cool. She's just like the cool girl, you know? Yeah. So I, I would say Mary J. was definitely key, one of them. And I mean, to be honest, it's so here, but it's like Mary J. and Madonna for me. Okay. You know those, you know? Yes. I just got a message from Jennifer Lopez. She is now suing me because actually it's J-Lo from the block, <laughs> not Mary on the block. No, I'm listening. Oh, God. Well, I love J-Lo too, you know? I, yeah. I, I love J-Lo too. Forget it. J-Lo, is, yeah, yeah. she's the mother of it all. She is the one that I remember being younger and listening to. I'm still Jenny from the block. And as a kid, oh, you're yes. like, you're just, I, I know like listening to songs as you get older, you understand the meaning. But when I was a kid listening to that, I'm like, all right. What's so the black? What, you, yeah, yeah, so, what, so, what, what was the black yeah. to you? What's and I'm like, what's, what's the big deal, Jenny? What, like, I get it. <laughs> but then when you're older, you're like, oh, she's more or less saying I'm up here now, but I'm still down to earth. I'm like, but are you really? Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Inside, she's always going to be that girl, you know? They're, no matter where, no matter where I, she goes. Okay. That yes. that I like. See, it yes. still took me like 30 odd years. I'm still dissecting Yes, songs, but inside so, she's yeah. still that girl. That's it. Yeah. You know, she's just yeah. waking up in the palace now, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's still, it's still like if you cross her, she will rip you a new one in. Oh, yeah. Mid, yeah. yeah. And then you're just still like, you're like, excuse me. She's like, I was always this way. I'm like, okay, she's true to her roots. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't, I think she shows that now. You don't play with J Lo. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see what happens when you cross J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> People are very replaceable. <laughs> yeah. I know when I was younger, I'm from Canada. So it's like you, when you see a Canadian act, it's mostly, and maybe there are Canadians out there that are going to cancel me now when I say this, but like for <laughs> us, it's like out West is country music, Toronto, say Ontario, it's mostly all right, whatever mixture you get, you get. Yeah. But I, I always like kind of enjoyed the whole, like, all right, you see someone come out of New York or LA and it's either a rap hip hop artist or whatnot. But like, I would be like, I want to go to New York someday. And they'd be like, why do you want to see scenery? I'm like, no, cause Jay-Z makes a whole big deal about it in like empire state of mind. And I like that. And then it's like, I'm going to go down there and start rapping this on the streets. So like, yeah, good luck getting shot. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> oh my like, God. No, but it wouldn't see. That's the reason, you know, like somebody like Jay-Z does paint the picture of New York for you, you yeah. know? And it's dangerous like anywhere else. You can have these moments, but then sometimes it's just chill and it's fun. And, yeah. you know, it's like these irreplaceable moments you have in these neighborhoods you grow up in that anywhere you go in the world, you're like, wow, it's just so different. So you just kind of love that, even though there's a little danger some places, you know, there's still that love also. Yeah. So da- you- I feel like there's, I feel like there's danger everywhere. It's just like, if you grew up around exactly. it or know it, it's yeah. almost like someone can come to Newfoundland tomorrow and be like, actually, I heard there's a few shootings or a few things that exactly. are like, all right, like, but that's, that's its own. Like, yeah, it's not safe. And I'm like, I've been to Ottawa and there've been issues, but I've yes. never really thought that I've been to New York a few times. And I'm like, as long as I know what I'm doing and exactly. don't look very out of place here, I think I'm okay. Yeah. But right. and to be honest, I feel like now today in New York, you'll be good anywhere. You yeah. really would. As long as you know how to speak up for yourself, you know, like you'll be good anywhere. That's it. New York is just tough. But now it's you, like, it's you, definitely yeah. 
everybody's there. Everybody's in New York and in every neighborhood. You know, Spanish Harlem is mixed with all races of people now. So yeah. as long, yeah, as long as you can speak up for yourself, that's it. You can defend <laughs> well, I, yourself. Yeah, I can't. That's why. That's why you I have to be there. That's why. That's why you have to be there, right? Uh, what do you no, mean? it's so like you have a whole show. You can speak up for yourself. You no, know? like this. This whole show, most times, is the act will be like. Actually, I got more to say, and I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> um, so you speak through the podcast. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally sometimes will look into the mirror or in this in the camera as they're speaking. I'll be like doing signals to my audience, like help me. Oh my God. No, uh, no I, I think it's interesting because obviously you live in a world with social media. Like, yeah. I don't remember growing up so much with social media, but oh. like today, yeah, you go on. I'm, I, I'm not big on like, say, TikTok and stuff, but Instagram kind of brings that stuff over. Yes. So I remember there's there's one that's on TikTok and the guy's like, I was like, I'm in New York. I finally arrived. And someone's like, We don't talk like that here. We don't do that here. And then. <laughs> And then he's like, she's like, say you're sorry. And he's like, all right, I'm sorry. And then she starts walking away. He's like, forget about it. And then she comes right back at him. And I was just like, what are you doing? That's hilarious, though. But no, people, some people do talk that way. Yeah. You know, I feel like I have a very New York, I don't know if it's an accent, but you can tell I'm from New York. And it's 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 just something that never goes away. Yeah, it's fine. Like some people get offended. Like we don't all talk like that. A lot of us do. It's okay, you know? It's fine. It's where we're from. That's it. Embrace yeah. it. My favorite movie in the world is like Mr. Deeds. So it's like the Adam Sandler movie. But there's oh like God, a, with the, yeah. There's a scene where I think he falls over trash cans and he's like, I'm good. Or it's like, I'm okay. And then you hear in the background from the neighborhood, nobody cares. And I'm just oh like, God. I'm like that, that to me just envisions yes. of New York where it's like, I could be hurt out on the street. Or I could literally be like, I arrived in New York. And someone's like, no one cares. I'd be like, yeah, yeah why would you? I'm just a random nobody. That makes sense. Exactly. I mean, yeah, that's that's the New York attitude. I mean, New York is definitely tough. It's, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> now, I read that, of course, uh, like your father passed away uh, in yeah. 95. You were raised by your grandparents. Yes. Four other siblings as well. Tell yeah. me what it's like to have four siblings. I only have two older ones. And okay. I'm already annoyed. Ooh. I'm annoyed all the time with them. <laughs> I, I can imagine being the little brother. Yeah, that's that's yeah. tough. I mean, I have two little brothers, so I I get it. It's tough. It's so they're like, annoyed with you. They're annoyed. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, no, yeah, no. They're annoyed with me and their other two sisters. Like we're the yeah. we're always hovering over them. It's like they have three mothers, you know. Yeah. So, I, but I think it was definitely great growing up with siblings, you know. You didn't really need not that you don't need friends, you know. Of course you need friends, but it's like they're your first friends. The, the first people you get to speak about anything, whatever experience you're having, whatever problems you're having and I definitely got along with my siblings well, you know. We did fight like all of them. I did fight with my older sister a lot cuz I was jealous. I felt she was my grandmother's favorite. So, well, yeah, we she she was my grandmother's favorite. My grandma. You actually, you actually have a shirt that says that, right? She yeah. has a shirt that says "Grandmother's I, favorite." And I, like, I knew your it. grandma's favorite, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, but she was always good in school, and I was bad in school. So, but it was cool. It, it was definitely great growing up, and we're all really close still. You know, so I wouldn't have it any other way. And it gets you ready for like all these different personalities because nobody's the same. Even though you grow up in the same home, no one is the same. It's like, where did you come from? Who are oh, you? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like you're in the house with these strangers at some point because you, they get to a certain age and people just switch up, you know, things change. So 
you learn how to deal with people and how to how to learn how to bond again after it kind of breaks yeah. and how to just start over with them over and over again. So like what's the just because of curiosity, but like what's the age difference between just say you and your sister and then the two younger uh well the two younger brothers, one is like twenty nine, one is like thirty, you know, okay. and with my sisters it were in our in our thirties. So it's like it's weird. Close, it's like my, my younger sister is two years and then yeah. the other one is four years. Okay. My older sister, we have like a three and a half year. She's definitely holding on to the three and a half. You know, when I tell yeah, her no, yeah, we're yeah. four years apart, she's like, Oh no, it's only three. She yeah. doesn't even use the half, you know? So it's like, you're more closer to my age than that age. So. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if it's yeah. all like close in age, I feel like, yeah, there are definitely moments where it's like, you're literally growing up together. And like, with yes. personal- and when personalities change, you kind of yes. sense that where my yeah. two older one, well, my brothers are like 12 and 10 years apart between me. Oh. So it's almost oh, like... Crazy. Yeah, it's almost like my favorite kind of go-to funny story is when I moved up to Ottawa with my brother. I was like, oh, it's like, it's, I guess his co-workers were so used to him just being single. And then yeah. when I show up on the scene, they're like, oh, it's like, you're, uh, you're his boyfriend? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, hold up a second. I'm like, I'm his brother. And they're like, oh my God, we're sorry. I'm like, no, that's fine. I'm not offended. It's just like, that's where you went with that right away. Like, like you didn't automatically, go like, automatically, you just yeah. see a guy, I'm his boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you didn't just go like, actually, you know what? I didn't see him here last week. He's all of a sudden here this week. It has to be a relative because who moves in that quickly? It's like, no, like, all right. Exactly. Sure. Like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's my go to where it's like, yeah, okay. Whatever oh, you want to do with that. Um, I want to ask, obviously, because you mentioned, of course, a few of your influences in music, but like, when did you decide, okay, I think it was like maybe age 12 ish that you were like getting into singing and rapping, but like, how do you go about doing that? Like, I know there's people out there now. It's like, Oh, you upload a TikTok, you idiot. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't have that. (laughs) No, It was none of that. So it's really just really like wishful thinking. Right. Back then, you just hope somebody discovers you somehow because <laughs> there was none of these tools to be seen, you know, and no way to like back in the days, you'd be like, oh, let me record a demo and try to, you know, you see these movies go to a record company and let yeah. them throw it on a pile with a whole bunch of others. And hopefully you get heard, you know, that's kind of like how I grew up thinking of it. I just grew up like I, I started writing, you know, poetry and it went into music. So just rapping in school and I kind of recorded my own self on a tape, you know, oh, like those, like those boom boxes. Yeah, and yeah. I played one, one boom box with the beat and then the other, I, I pressed record and I, re- I made my own little demo like that. So it was cool. And then I was playing it like in the neighborhood and um, I just thought like, somebody's just going to discover me, right? That's how it's going to happen. And literally it is how it just happened. You know, like it was a DJ from my neighborhood heard about this tape and heard that I was rapping at the time and stuff. And he took an interest to it. And I let him hear more stuff that I wrote and everything. And that's kind of how it went. And he was, he was a popular DJ. He did clubs and everything already. So at this time I'm already a teenager, you know, I'm not 12, 13 at this. I was just yeah. playing around then. But once I did this little tape, it's weird. It's like I, I manifest, I manifested. It. I, I really did. When you're saying like you're playing these songs just in your neighborhood, like if someone came up to you and was like, turn that trash off, were you kind of like, absolutely. Or were you kind of like, well, no, That's you, me. we're going to curse them out. You know, like, <laughs> it's going to be a fight. 
<laughs> you're gonna throw something at them, but yeah. But you know, I was definitely, I was super confident, but then I was very shy to play things. I just had this group of people that was like, once they heard it, it was like, wait, they were just shot to see me do this, you know? Yeah. So I think somebody kind of spoke to the DJ and was like, do you know she, that Lumi is doing this? And I knew him from the neighborhood, but you know, our age difference is so different. So we're not like hanging out, you know, he's an older guy playing in clubs already. And I'm just sitting on the stoop, you know, hanging out, you know, my friends doing things we shouldn't be doing. So, and yeah, and, and that's kind of how it, it, it happened for me. I think it's, it's crazy. I just got discovered right on my own, in my own neighborhood, you know? Yeah. I feel like if I go into a, like a car and play my podcast and someone's like, yeah. this sounds like you, I'm like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Just, just be like, just be like, no, that actually is your voice. I'm like, no, it's not. That's not my voice. At all. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> they'll be like, they'll be like, that's are funny. you switching? You are like you switching? Uh, on yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. a good like, voice. It's like, yeah. are you switching up your, are you switching up your voice to go higher on purpose? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And they'll be like, stop it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Cause like the way that we live in the world today, people just get discovered off. Now I have like a bittersweet relationship with that, but it's like, you know, people go upload stuff on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. And then you start yeah. seeing a trend. And then sometimes like for the Canadian reference, I'm in Canada, you have okay. like a Sean Mendez from like Vine. All and you're right. like, you're like, oh, okay, like, and he's actually talented. Now, yeah. his other four friends that he started off with, I don't know where they're to, but it's like, yeah. I'm kind of like, all right, you had your peak, you're gone. We now understand who the real star of this was. But yeah. then there's ones that you'll see and you're like, I don't understand how you're this far ahead. And then there's people on American Idol that actually like sing, have talent, will come in like fifth, yeah. but yet they yeah. go farther than the person who wins it. And I'm oh, like, yeah. What it's, is going it's, on? It's, it's that's the problem. I mean, huh, I don't. I think it's like outworking, right? Yeah. Like probably outworking somebody, being a little more creative, knowing the right people, and just like luck, being able to be seen, and somehow it happens. Because necessarily doesn't ever mean the music is better. No, you know, it, it doesn't mean you're more talented. It, it's just sometimes just um, I guess that that drive to make it for some people. And they're just relentless and they'll just keep on. And, and sometimes it just happens, you know, it, it is a little sad now because there's a lot of things that are taking off and you're like, it's, really like, whoa. Yeah. Like <laughs> to, to, to me, it just seems like, and again, I could be wrong because as you get older, you kind of, I guess, kind of ch change perspective on things. Yes, but like yeah. when I, when I'm growing up and I'm listening to like Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, like all these artists. And then you look at their history because yes. there was no social media. Like, oh, wow. Like you had yes. to work your ass off. Someone exactly. had to find, someone had to find you in yes. like an obscured location. And then you went on. Now, some people will argue where it's like, well, geez, they were made because they had Disney in the case, of like Timberlake, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, but hold on. Someone yeah. had to find them first to get them to Disney. Yes. Where today, no, like no offense. Cause I like Bieber and stuff, but it's like, how easy was it to upload a YouTube video? It's like, all right, but you had to have talent. I'm like, you had talent. That's good. Yeah. But try doing that today without YouTube and stuff. Would exactly. we really have, would we have a Bieber? Yeah. Maybe. It's like somebody had to physically find you, like run into yes. you. Right. Yeah. And how do they know you're talented? Like how does this exchange happen? Right. It's just yeah. so weird. Now but today, like I, yeah. Today I can upload a video of me singing with a guitar and someone's like, he's not really there, but exactly. I think, we, uh, but I think <laughs> we put him in and kind of altered him. We can make it work. But like back in the day, someone would be like, 
I am not traveling to Newfoundland because you think this guy is somewhat good. Exactly. It took really a lot good. of work and a yeah. lot of energy. Yeah, it, it was it was tougher to make it. That's why, I mean, I you're seeing these, you know, like the, the younger generation now out here and doing it. And I'm like, you guys are really blessed. You know what I mean? Yeah. To have all these options and tools to promote yourself and I mean, for me, it's like I'm, I literally forced myself to post on Instagram because I, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, gotta stay in the mix. But it's like, oh, I just don't come from this. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a little struggle, but you got to you got to kind of move with the times, you know, and hopefully now it's like being found again, you know, yeah. by by these by new people, because you have your fan base, you the people who kind of grew up with you and know. But as you keep going, it's like. You know, hopefully they'll find you through these things now, you know, yeah. all over again. The one thing that I want to mention, and it's not, it depends on how you take it. It's not meant to be mean, but it's like when I was younger mm-hmm. and I was listening to the radio station here in Newfoundland, yeah. it'd be like, you know, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, you got like a radio station on. And now that I, I come from a radio background because I went to university for this, yeah. as a kid, you don't think about it as much. When you get older, yeah. you understand it, but like, they have a loop. So they play certain songs at this time, this time, and this time. And I remember being younger and I was just like, uh oh. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, I heard this at three o'clock. Do I yes. need to hear it again at six and nine? And it then they was, were just. Uh, <laughs> it was constant. Yes. This is what I mean. Like the times are so different, right? Because my God, like when you, even though they do repeat things on the radio, but there's other access and other ways to hear yes. things. Yeah. Before it's like, this is a record that we're and it's constant and we're going to beat you in the head over it. Listen, it drove me crazy. It still yeah. drives me crazy. <laughs> it's like, I just remember like, like to, yes. you know, you turn on the radio and you're like, I like this radio station. And then like, you time it to the T where it's like three o'clock. Yes. Celine Dion would come on. And then it's like three 30, your song would come on. And then you're just yes. like, okay, but it comes to a point where you're like, I like this station. I don't want to switch this station because, because I heard this song. Is- it's yeah. over and over. It, it feels like it's um like an ad or something, you know, yeah. even like though now, it's not, but it's, it's just like brainwashing kind of, you know, yeah, like, like now I, if you, to be honest, I don't listen to the radio now <laughs> only in the car sometimes, but yeah. you know, I kind of just go to what I want to listen to, you know, I'll yeah. go on Spotify and you know, I, make a little playlist or go to some playlist that I like, listen to the artists that I want to hear. And, I think that's the blessing now, right? That you could just find music, yeah. you know, and you could find these people that sometimes a lot of people don't know about, but they're like these gems and, and you feel like, Oh my God, nobody knows about this. Like I'm, you know, yeah. and then you slowly start seeing them blow up and you get a little upset because you feel like they belong to you. <laughs> like, I feel like and then you're feel- happy because they're so damn talented. You're like, more people should know about this, you know, because at the end of the day, even though you do music, like, yeah, I make music, but I'm still such a fan of it. I feel like that's like, the, I guess, the pro of social media in a sense, because like sometimes I'll just scroll through Instagram. and It's like an ad that some independent artist put out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, wow, like if you didn't come across my timeline, I would not know who you are. No. Not know. And then, but like, now I like your music. And then again, like you said, there's a part of you. It's like going to your friends, like, oh, have you ever heard this band? Exactly. And then, would, and then they'd be like, no. And you'd be like, I have the inside scoop. And then like three years later, they're like wearing their t-shirts, going to their yes. concert. And you're like, you're like, you sold out on me. Exactly. And then, 
And it's like, but you wanted us to listen to this person. I'm like, yeah, so we could all discuss it like a niche audience. Exactly. Now there's like 20,000 people. And act like, you know, don't be jumping yeah. on the bandwagon now that they're popular. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's an audience out there, like for anybody, like, you know, like One Direction or like whoever. And they're like, we knew them before the rest of the world did. I'm like, yes, all right, yes. that's that's cool. And they're like, how dare you like them? I'm like, you're right. How dare I like them to get them more money and play their exactly. songs. I'm yeah, like, get over it, lady. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. the goal. Ultimately, you know, that you want to be heard by more people. That's it. You want to reach as many people as possible. Nowadays, I guess it, at this point, it's like you want to reach the right people and the people who are going to connect. Yeah. You want to connect somehow <laughs> musically and you want it to do something for people somehow. Make them yeah. feel something. I feel like I've been connecting with all the wrong people. No, I'm like, <laughs> who, who is one of your connections yeah, that's yeah, bad? Yeah. Oh, I can't say that out loud. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just be like, he told on an interview that I was a bad connection. Now he's going to get nobody. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you can't say that. Yeah. Out. You're right. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Not, not right now. Maybe in another, maybe sooner or later when they're like, you know what? I don't like you anyway. I'll be like, that's fair. That's cool. Yeah. I, you was bad yeah. for me anyway. Yeah, I didn't you, need yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I want to, I want to ask you, cause you know, obviously you started the career pretty young, uh, like yeah. you said, and then trying to get into this scene. But another thing that I like to kind of emphasize with people on their episodes because I myself am a person with a disability that not that it's visible, but yeah. uh, you, and I, I'm going to butcher the first part of it. So I'll try the second part, but it's like at, I think it was like 14 or so, maybe a little bit later in life, you were diagnosed with, it was like a certain type of arthritis, but people yes. misdiagnosed it. With like, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. There you go. But someone yeah. had misdiagnosed it with like lupus, but at, I'm like, how do you misdiagnose that? Yeah, no, like, but, you, you know, know it, it has a lot of the same um, symptoms when it starts okay. out. And like with lupus, um, people get these rashes and they get joint problems. Their bones start hurting. So I, I was having all of the symptoms of lupus. It, it, it did seem that way, but um, it, it wasn't. Thank God, it, you know, it wasn't. I mean, lupus is is a tough thing, you know, and it could. Yeah. It's a battle. That would have been a whole nother battle for me, even though, you know, having the rheumatoid arthritis was definitely hard and I went through my struggles with it. And, you know, it's something that would never go away, but lupus would have been something else, you know? So like, how do you, cause I'm just interested from obviously like the disability kind of standpoint or, the, yes. you know, cause there are people out there that would be like, Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. like, how do you deal with that? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. I mean, well, for me in the beginning, it was hard just like managing having to take medicine in order to function, you know, yeah. like being that young, think about it. Like you're 14 years old. You just want to hang out with your friends and you don't understand. Wow. I, my, I can't close my hands right now. Why is this happening? You know, like, and then being that I was kind of at this point, kind of going back and forth with my mom and my grandma. So it was, it was weird. Cause once it got bad, I had to get have home instruction, right? Okay. And then they kind of left me in charge of my own health, right? <laughs> my grandparents were like, they kind of didn't believe me. They thought I was trying to get out of school. Yeah. Nobody believed me, for real. It was up to me to like pay for my medicines, right? With After my dad passed away, I used to get a check, you know, for that. Yeah. So yeah. that check is either you go buy sneakers, right? And clothes, because you're 14, 15, and look cool with your friends or go buy prednisone and methotrexate and buy all these pills so you can still function. What do you yeah. think is going to happen? 
Ah, uh, man, at 14, I think you're going to try to look fly. <laughs> and that's the shit that happened, you know? <laughs> so that's, that's literally what happened. Like, nobody really, I think, took charge when it came to my health. And I think they just couldn't believe this was happening to me that young. And so I, I kind of, it, it, it messed, I think, um, I wasn't on top of it. And I didn't take it serious. And it kind of caught up with me, you know? And um, yeah. So it was, it was tough. And I, I did have those moments where I just had to stay home. I couldn't, I have moments where I couldn't walk all these things, but it literally was the gift and it was a curse, but it was a gift at the same time. Cause in me being to myself and going through this struggle, it really got me into the writing, you know? And that's where I figured out I had the talent for writing. You know, I was writing poetry and all my feelings and emotions, you know, and then it came out to be songs. Had I not had to stop and chill, and it's like, you can't go hang out outside because you can't really even walk, you know? Yeah. You got to stay back, you know? So it's like, what do I do now, you know? Yeah. So I I was forced to, like, realize this talent that I had. It, it took me on for the rest of my life. So I kind of wouldn't have it any other way because I, I believe if I didn't get this, I would have not found music. You know, yeah. even though I, I know I always loved it, but I didn't ever think to the point of really create a record, really try to, you know, I didn't put it in my brain that it was going to happen until it was like, this is your way out. You're kind of forced to. Yes, yeah. exactly. I like that you mentioned because it's like very deep because there's going to yeah. be people out there that think this is deep, but it's not actually that deep. But it's like, <laughs> isn't isn't songs really just words that kind of go together with rhyme or chorus? And someone's going to be like, oh, my God, that's deep. I'm like, no, that was just no. me basically saying, hey, when you write something down in words, then you kind of write a song, isn't it? It's like it's the, basically the same thing as poetry. It's just that you're putting kind of a music to it. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. But it but it's, comes from a real emotion, right? Oh, yeah. You know? So that's where, where it all came down to. Like, how do I express myself? You know, how do I get this out? And it's with words. And then when they start sounding good together and it was like oh wait this is actually pretty cool so it was just something to look forward to someone out there right now is probably typing when they watch this episode and they're like how can you compare like a jay-z song to the baja men's who let the dogs in? i'm like that's not what i meant <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like they'll be like he has actual meaning in the song i'm like hold on the baja men or jay-z and they'll be like i know what you're trying to do you're trying to make me look silly i'm like no you're making yourself look silly because oh I'm my no god point. you go through these debates with people <laughs> no this is no, all in my head I, I i i practice them in case they come up where i'm like so you're they, right yeah and then in my head i'll be like did this actually happen it's like no you <laughs> made it up and now it's actually happening i'm like oh, oh my god okay That's funny. so yeah, you're, you're 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 ready you're Oh, I'm ready for haters any any time. I I'm like my own hater because I have to be. Where it's like, but that is like, the way to be, right? Like I already know what you're gonna say, so it's not gonna yeah. offend me. It's yeah, not. it's like some guy, some guy on like Twitter or something, be like, "This guy has big ears. It's it should be called the Elephant Show." I'd be like, "Actually, it was going to be called the Elephant Show, but then I found out someone actually has an Elephant Show." And then so they'd be like, it "Didn't happen." And then they'd be like, uh, "He's making fun of himself. How do I handle this?" I'm like, "You go away." That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they come back and they're like, this guy should have his own show called the giraffe show. I'm like, no, you tried that last week. It didn't work. So go away. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, people will say anything. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking, who doesn't? But ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn. Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. How do you, I want to ask you, because like you mentioned earlier about Instagram and trying to keep yourself kind of active and public in that. Yeah. And I like this because I follow different acts and sometimes you see it come up across an Instagram like algorithm. But yeah. I remember Ed Sheeran had mentioned that Instagram is a promotional tool. When he sees someone on Instagram just posting a picture for likes and shares, he's like, mm-hmm. that is kind of depressing. He's like, cause it's supposed to be promotional. So like, mm. we don't really like for us, for our generation, yeah. I feel like Ed, Ed himself probably has someone that, you know, helped him along this way too. But like, yeah. how, how do you find to use Twitter and Instagram? Cause I only post like interview clips and say, all right, here, like, Sometimes if I think it's something interesting, I'll share it. Yeah. But most times I'm not on Instagram going like, here's a selfie of me. Yeah. This is everything it's- I've done today. It's like, if yeah. I don't post for a week and my followers are not going up, I'm like, that's okay. I'm not here posting 24 seven words. Like increase my followers, please. Exactly. Yeah. It, th- that's, that's me. Like, um, you know, I'll post a picture, but this is one thing that's weird. Right. I, I get what he's saying. Yeah, it is a promotional tool and it is some, that's how you use it. But sometimes you post a picture of yourself, right? And this is what people are yeah. more intrigued by. And then you post a music video, right? That you actually did and put work on. Yeah. And it's like, ah, okay, yeah, we like it. But we like that selfie better. You know, it, it's weird. Like you could take a selfie with your phone that takes no effort, right? Yeah. And it's nothing. You post it and they're raving about it. For me, it, it takes hard. a lot of effort. For you, maybe <laughs> not. For me, it takes like 20 filters. And then I'm like, that doesn't look like a great filter. Wait, wait. But it, it takes a little effort for us too, for, for the women. We, we, you got it on the angles, you know, and you got, and definitely you hit it up with some filters, a little airbrush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the world is today. Right. Yeah. They're accustomed to seeing this now. Yeah. So th- that's the, that's the struggle I think for me also, like, um, you want, right. You want to get the interaction with the people, with the music and the things you're putting out, but somehow this tool, this has been used for something else. So it's yeah. just kind of, you got to try I, to not overthink it, you know, because then you feel defeated. It's like, what yeah. am I doing it all for? You know, I feel like, I feel like for my Instagram, I, I don't know, maybe some people will say it and don't mean it or they say it and try to mean it. But for me, it's like, if I wake up looking like this, like there's no makeup, no nothing. And I post yeah. that and someone sees me in public, they're like, he looks exactly like his Instagram picture. I'm like, yeah. good. That is what yeah. I want you to see. If I have exactly. a zit or like a red mark here or whatever, I'm like, I'm not hiding yeah. that. Cause then someone in public is going to be like, uh, what happened to your red mark? I'm like, Oh, Right. I have makeup on. Sorry. And then they're like, such a phony. And I'm like, you're, you're such a phony, please. <laughs> Listen, most people that you see in public or whatever, if they're Instagram, 
I, I'm, I'm going with like 90%, 85% of the people are not going to look the same. No. You know, and blame it on Instagram and the same people who criticize you for not looking the same yeah. are the people who will be like, oh, you could have touched that picture up. Oh, you could have, yeah. like, you know, they, they say yeah. they want real, but when you give them real, they don't want it. Yeah. It's like, it, here's it, a, here's yeah, a picture of so, me. Here's a picture of me playing video games. So like, really you could have cleaned up. And then when you clean up, someone's like, uh, I know that's not how you play video games. Your house isn't that spotless. And I'd be like, what do you want from me? Exactly. That's <laughs> what you can't, you know what? I'm going to give you what I want to give you. And that's yeah. it. You know, yeah. love it, hate it, like it, whatever. But sometimes trying to please people is just not it. You yeah. know, I think, um, you can never win. You can never win. You either doing something to please others and then you're unhappy because it's really not you being your true self. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I'll go with the true self, <laughs> you know, I'll go with me because ultimately I got to go to sleep with me, with me. I got to wake up being me. I got to feel good about myself, you know? Yeah. So trying to please people is like, I, I've gone, listen, I went on a whole hiatus, the whole 2020. I did not post at all. It was a crazy year for the world, yeah. right? Why am I supposed to be posting? And they like, oh, this time, you know, people are going live. People are getting a lot of interaction. It, it, it's a great time. You should be performing live, you know, um, in your house or set up somewhere. And I'm like, well, um, yeah. I don't really you know. That's not the feelings that I'm feeling. So it's hard. I, I, yeah. I give it to the people who could push through that, you know, but I was trying to just push through life and pick myself up, you know? <laughs> And at the same time, yeah, I was recording music and trying to get prepared to get back out there. But I, it, it's hard for me to like pretend posting pictures like I'm happy, but you're not. You know? Yeah, we could have we could have just did a whole bunch of lives in 2020 where we just ate cereal and be like, how's your day going, Lumi? And you'd be like, I'm exactly. doing OK. And I'd be like, there, end the live. And someone's like, that was the shortest live ever. I'm like, but we got to the point. Exactly. <laughs> this is what it was like. Yeah. Or just it, or you could do a live like that's really like realistic. What are you watching on Netflix? We're all stuck at home. What yeah. shows are you into? What are this? What's that? Because that's pretty much what 2020 was like. Now that you've asked that, yes. what shows What shows were you watching? <laughs> what shows were you watching? <laughs> well, I love Pose. Pose got me through the pandemic. Like I watched the first season over and over. It's over now. You know, they only have yeah. three seasons. It was a show on FX. And I pretty much watch everything right now. Um, I'm waiting for Ozark to come back because they came back. I love Ozark on Netflix. I'm waiting for um, Atlanta to come back on FX. Snowfall to come back on FX. I love F I love shows on FX. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting. I was like, uh, there's a trend here. No. Yes, yes, I, I do. I don't know. They. I guess just um, the feeling of it is just it, it's like funny, but it's real. I, I don't know. But I mean, and I'm a Netflix Hulu. Listen, yeah, yeah. I have all the apps. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I'm gonna see I, like. Listen, if I got time at home, I'm like, I binge watch everything. Do you like one that just comes up for me? Cause like, obviously sometimes I'll listen to like sports radio. And then of course, depending on what market it's in, they have other mm -hmm. stations they want to plug, but like, have you ever heard? And I'm not trying to like, if you say no, I'm not going to be like, Oh, how dare her. But like, <laughs> I hear like, I hear ads all the time for, I think it's called the heist with like, I think it's like 50 cents project. Or I think, I, 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 I don't know. I, I could be wrong on the title, but I just know like, the ad keeps on playing. And every time I hear it, all I hear is you said, like, it's too late to turn back now or it's too late to be scared oh, now. And I'm like, wait, all right, 50. Though? Wasn't that a movie? Uh, it could be. I'm not like, again, this is me basically saying I hear it a few times and it's yeah. not like overly interesting, but some people be like, how come you have never seen that? I'm like, 
it's not over. Like I'm more of a comedy guy. So when yeah. you mention, and I'm going to sound very vanilla when I say this, but like, Do I just I watched, I watched like friends full house I love friends, but don't, yeah. yes, these are the things that you put on to feel good. You yeah. know? So those are the things that, yeah, they definitely bring you back to that time when things felt like a little more normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I turn out like I, I'll even watch like because when I was younger, we had like TBS. And then I, it's funny because as a kid, you'd see uh, if a storm showed up and the screen went blurry. And it's like, and you're just like, yes. Atlanta warning. And I'm like, why are they giving me Atlanta updates? I'm in exactly. Newfoundland. I'm but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's TBS. It's kind of in the region. But like I'd watch like Family Matters and watching, say, oh. Full House compared to Family Matters. Like I get I'm not trying to like make things racial here, but like full house, it's like, Oh, Michelle falls off the goddamn donkey. And it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Michelle, you're okay. And then family matters. It ends with a, Hey, people in Chicago, if you got guns, pass them in. I'm like, that takes a whole different turn. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. And, but now it's like, that's what I'm saying. It, it's such a different time. I feel like we all kind of have the same problems when yeah. before you could point it out to like neighborhoods or where you're at. Shit is haywire everywhere now, you know, yeah. it's like nowhere is really safe, you know? Uh, and I'm just very surprised when I was smaller, they let me watch like some of these family matters episodes. Cause it's like, you know, seeing Laura get shot because she would like, or no seeing Laura's friends get shot because they wouldn't give some hoodlums her shoes. Did that happen? Yeah, like well, I mean, they made an episode where this was the whole. The ending was about passing in your guns, yes, teens, yes. because Laura's friend wouldn't give some hoodlums. I the very whitest term I could use, but it's like her shoes, and oh, then she shit. get yeah, and then she gets shot, I mean, and then like the yeah, family's like, we, sh I, I'm worried we should move, and yeah. then the I think uh, I can't remember his name, but it's like Carl the cop is like, no, this is my neighborhood. I'm here. Yeah. We're staying here, and I'm like. You're not seeing that on Full House. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So it's like as a kid, you're like, I like it because I like Urkel. I like Laura. But then as yeah. you get older, you're like, I appreciate that you're bringing these messages up and not just glossing over it. Like, exactly. yeah, this is this is based in Chicago, but nothing bad happens in Chicago. It's like, it's true. Like, and, let's and touch Chicago on stuff. Is, exactly. And yeah. Chicago has this wild side. It is really crazy. Yeah. And it's true on the show. I never really thought about that. Now you you saying it to me. Okay, now I, I get it. I guess there you go. You're gonna go back and watch like Family Matters, and then yeah, I'll get like, a I'll get, I'll get a text later, and you're like, for me, yeah. I look at Family Matters like this perfect family. Look at Urkel coming yeah. in all funny, and he loves Laura, and she's like, it's never gonna happen, you know. So that's yeah. crazy. See, you seen that, and that stood out to you. Yeah. And maybe now it was that. It, it, but then no. Why? Because I guess I was like living in that neighborhood too. I yeah. went to Chicago, but it was Spanish. Yeah. You, you you'll, you'll like, you'll watch those episodes. Now you're like, Brian, you ruined this for me. I'd be like, exactly. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. It used oh. to be so pure. I want to ask you, cause of course, you know, when you said that you got into music at a young age, now yeah. when I was reading articles and, you know, feel free to be like, shut the fuck up, Brian, if it's not something that you're comfortable with, but like, okay. how do you feel or how do you like kind of counteract? Cause we talk about the negative side of media sometimes, Yes. but like when people come at you and they're like, Oh yeah, she's the girl that sings like the uh oh song, and that's a one hit wonder. Like, yes. how how did that kind of affect you, and then make you still want to write music? Because I'm gonna get into it about how you have other credits for songs that people yeah. probably don't realize that you do. But like, yeah, when you see those articles, because 
I had someone on Apple that listened to my podcast a year ago and was like, the host is shit, but the guests are great. I'm like, I'm like 28 at this point. And I'm like, how do I take that? Because that's an actual now out in the universe where yeah, people can see yeah. that. But how and, do you and, take it? I mean, at first it was definitely tough, right? Yeah. It, it was, it was hard. And, um, I just hated the business right away. As soon as I started, I hated the business right away. Right. And I realized that it was like, wow, you guys, like people are, um, followers, right? This was before Instagram, before anything, yeah. people are followers. I realized that quickly because it's like, you say this, right? It's a popular record. And being that the first time you hear me, I have this big record, right? Okay. So she can't do that again. You know, um, she's not really talented. She's not a great singer, whatever. But ultimately for me, it was, I was fine with people saying I'm not, a, I'm not a good singer. That's it's all good. I was learning how to record at the time. I was learning all these things as I, as the world heard me, you know? So I yeah. was kind of learning as I went. The one hit wonder thing really stung me because I'm like, wow, I think I really do good music. Everything is not like, uh, like Never Leave You. You know, if you really look, listen to my songs, like shit, I got some lyrics in there. It's deep. Like I was like, damn, y'all not giving it a chance, you yeah. know? And people are just signing you off already without even actually saying, let me listen to something else. Oh, this beat is not knocking like the other. I don't like it. Yeah. Like really listen, listen to what people have to give. You know, um, I'm not going to try to outdo myself and do that again because that happened the way it did, you know? And I think back then it really bothered me, but once I kind of got over it and I embraced what the, it made me hate the record, right? It made yeah. me hate Uh-Oh for a long time. But once I embraced it and I was like, what? This is my fucking record. I created this, right? I put this out into the world and, and, I was blessed behind this record, right? People still know me for this. That means it was fucking great. Fuck that yeah. you want to, you want to like discredit it by calling it a one hit wonder, right? But it was that great that it reached all these people in the world. I've traveled the globe for years, yeah. right? Performing this record and people know it. So I just had to like rethink it, you know, and kind of take the power back. Like, this is great. And now when I meet people, you know, this is 15 years later, a little more than 15 years later, it's like, wow, that's such a classic, you know, what you gave to the music business is, is, is like, you know, it, it's crazy. Like what you, what you did with this record and people love it and how it makes people feel. And now I hear the positive more, right. After the years pass by, because it, I guess it stood the test of time. Right. It's like I listen to you because I know when we we're talking about when you listen to the radio sometimes in your car or whatever. Like I, I have a niece when she's over, she likes listening to iHeart two thousands. Yeah, she's, you know she doesn't know these music until she listens to this, and she likes artists like Katy Perry, Mary J. Blige, whatever. Yeah. But like she didn't grow up in it, but she likes yeah. it. But then sometimes she'll even ask me like, "Do these people produce music anymore?" And like, there's a part of yeah. me that's like, "I hope they do," but I haven't heard yeah. anything since. But my one that I kind of like to this day, now when I was younger, I probably didn't like it because overplayed. But like, yeah. I think Edwin McCain had a song. I think that's his name, but it was like, I'll be. And it's like a classic kind of, like a 90s song. Okay. But listening to him go on stage and people are like, how do you feel about being called a one hit wonder? And he's like, you can call me whatever you want. And he's like, people love this song. It paid for a lot of things in my life. Yes. And he's like, if you look back at life and you're like, Oh, I hate that I made this song that made me so much money and whatever. He's like, you got to look at yourself. Cause he's exactly. like, why are you yeah. mad? Like yes. there are people out there that are writing 20 to 30 songs 
and they can't even get one. Yeah. This is what it's a blessing, you know, it's a blessing and it does take time, right. For you to get over this feeling because it's like you're getting attacked and they're kind of like trying to shut you down before you even begin. Right. But you just got to push through that shit and continue to believe in yourself and the people who want to find you and your other music, they will. You know, the people who want to know the other things, they'll look for it. They'll find it and you'll find your people. But ultimately it's like, I gave you that, you know, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you yeah. know, now you can live with this forever. This is a record that when you listen to, it takes you back to a time in your life and what was happening then. And like I said, I did hate it, but in meeting people and all this after the years passed, I was like, wow, you know, I have to respect the record. It's the message that you get. Like, you know, if someone came across this podcast and for like 10 straight weeks or whatever, kept on saying like his episodes are blah, 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 they're trash, blah, blah, blah. And then you gave up because you heard that. And then it took you five years. And then people are like, I actually liked your stuff. It's like, it's what you see. So like, if you saw more positive than negative, you'd probably be like, all right. It outweighs yeah. it. But because you're all you're seeing is negative, you're kind of like, well, f- God damn. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody it, liked it. it. Hurt, like you got to push through. And I will tell you this. Do not read all the comments. <laughs> That's it. Because people now it's so senseless. Like, like I could go on there and write something stupid, go on with my day and not realize this shit could affect somebody. Yeah. And they're sitting in that feeling that you wrote that. And this person is on, on somebody else's page at this moment, writing some dumb shit, you yeah. know? So I, I, I learned that early on, do not read the comments. If you want to push through and keep giving people stuff, because no matter how tough a skin you have, it's yeah. going to work on you. It's going to work on you. And it's a distraction, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go to your Instagram now and be like, she's, she's just the worst. And then someone's going to be like, she, he's like, didn't you interview her? And I'd be like, yeah, I am just the worst too. No. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, they'll be like, I am so confused. What is he trying to do here? I'd be like, mind played. Like, you see, you but like if you, if you did that, right. Then people will, people are kind of more attractive. People would, negativity. people would hop. No, listen, people would hop on that and be like, I agree with him. And I'd be like, exactly. all right. But then if someone puts down something like, actually, I really enjoyed her latest track, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care about her latest track. Like screw her. And then it's like, exactly. did you even listen to it? No, I'm not going to bother. I'm like, why? Well, what yeah, and, and people would be like, oh, whack. You heard it? No. So, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm for, I have a 13 year old daughter. She'll do that about yeah. people. She'd be like, oh, that's a flop. I'm like, did you hear it? No. So yeah. how is it? A, yeah. What are you talking how, about? You're like, you know, this is the new generation. My this, so like I it. I I will progress it because I wasn't 13 at the time, but like mm-hmm. you know, as we grow up, because it's kind of like what we do here, we've kind of gone through it in this podcast. But like I remember, and if she ever listens to it, if she ever is out there listening, mm-hmm. congrats. But it's like <laughs> I remember being in university, and all I would hear on the radio. It's like Taylor Swift this, Taylor Swift that. Oh. And I was like, I was like, yeah, go ahead, Taylor, go date another guy and write a song about it because that's all you're going to do. And then I was like, all right, like this is 20 year old me that's just pissed off at Taylor because I'm like, do something Taylor. different. <laughs> yeah. And then like now when I'm like 28, 29, I'll listen to like, I don't know, like Blank Space or Betty. Oh my God. And then I'll be like, like, you know what? I feel like if I met Taylor, I'd be like, Taylor, go ahead and kick me in the nads. Like, why? I'm like, because when I was 20, I was shitting all over you, but now as I got older, I appreciate yes. like the meat, like the industry was basically saying, you do this too much. You do that too much. And you're just like, then, no, I'm Taylor Swift. I'll do what I want to do. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you see, you said it right there. It's just a thing that people tend to follow what others are saying. So they get, they make you feel that you're feeling that, you know? Yeah. And once you get older, you're making up your own mind about shit and you're like, damn, I kind of like you. You yeah. know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. Like I like, I like Taylor now, but like back then I was just like, I think there's a part of me that's like, as a guy, hanging out oh, with other yeah, guys. Oh yeah, of course. I like, mean, she was really putting you guys on yeah, blast. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> like listening to Love Story. You're like, as a guy, like, Love Story. And then like, are you singing to Taylor Swift? Like, I am not in Spanish Harlem. I can sing what I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're not going to beat me up out here. They're like, actually oh we will. God. I'd be like, all right, uh, uh, Eminem, I'm cleaning out my closet. And they'll be like, that's better. I'd be like, okay. Oh my God. Eminem, yeah. but sheesh. I, I listened to a lot of Eminem, but Eminem was brutal uh, early yeah. years. He was brutal. Yeah. Right? And there's no, and there, it's like, how did he get away with saying all that shit back there's, then? That's another artist that I'm sure when you were younger, like we had like much music video awards here in Canada and I would yeah. like tape it as a 10 year old singing yeah. the song and now realizing how did a principal not come to me and be like, Brian, now tell me what you mean when you sing. I'm like, they're just words. And then they'll just be like, let, let word, that, no. yeah, just let that white guy just keep going. Someone else will ta- deal with it later. It's crazy. The things he got away with, like, yeah. you know, he spoke about killing his daughter's mom, putting her in a trunk. Like it was yeah. Shit that, is, that, is, that, that video to me when I was younger was still kind of like, all right, don't understand it, but sure. And then when you get older, you're like, whoa, damn. Like at the very end <laughs> when it was like, he's reading the letter, but the guy's dead. As a kid, you're like, oh, sucks. That sucks. When you're older, you're like, ooh, like, whoa. ooh, that's yeah, dark. It's a little, it, yeah, yeah. But like, again, as you get older, if you deal with like depression stuff, you're like, all right, I understand it. I wouldn't go to that extreme. But exactly. I understand it. Like, like it's it's him um thinking out loud, right? The things that maybe some people would think of, but you know it's not gonna ever happen and you don't say it out loud. I'm gonna yeah. yeah. it's like here you go. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Now, like uh, when we were talking, of course, about the the songs, like I, I did say we want to give you credit for other things because yeah. people out there are like, all right, well, what's the point here? But like, yeah. I was actually surprised, like, you know, let me love you with DJ Snake and Justin yeah. Bieber. And then yeah. even like, I like Little Mix. I'm a big Little Mix fan. I oh, like yeah, Anne Marie, yeah. but like yeah. even they uh, kiss my uh-oh and they give you credit for that too. I was just so like, all right, so like, yes. why are we not kind of, because I know it takes a while for people to deep dive into things and be like, Oh, I didn't know that that person actually was involved in that. But tell me kind of how this stuff came to be, because if I was you, I'd be like, yeah, I know, you know me from this, but guess what? I've worked with this person. I've done this. Like, you know, here's some things that you didn't know about me. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, it is, there's so much 
I get credited on a, on a bunch of records because for some reason, all right, never leave you. Still blessing me, right? To this yeah, yeah. day, <laughs> it's still blessing me. It's this record that people go to, and if they take a little bit of the rhythm or a little bit of the melody and add it to the record, now that's my original creation. So yeah. you have to credit me, and so now I I'm a writer on this because that is something I wrote. Even if I wrote it years ago, you're taking yeah. this and you're using it. So you know the the kiss my uh oh, it's the uh oh uh oh. Yeah. They doing it all right. Yeah. It's the melody, it's the beat, it's that feeling. Even though they adding their they they're updating it right, they're adding their twist to it. But ultimately, it's that feeling of of uh oh, and it's giving you the melody. It's giving you the the lyrics are in there too. Some of the lyrics are in there, so you have to. This is what I mean. You could write this one song, and if 20 people, right? Use it and use your lyrics that you wrote and use your beat and use the melody that you wrote. You're a writer on that record also because you've contributed to it, you know? So with, so with like the, let me love you, like now it's been a while since I listened to it, but like why I, I'm guessing it's more like the beat that they're giving you the, yeah, yeah. For? Okay. the, the beat they use the under the undertone, they use the beat, the, um, the rhythm in there. And to me, I, I feel like the feeling is in there a little bit in the melody, but they're never too yeah. specific. You know, yeah. they're never too specific. Like, we're going to just, hey, you know, like, yeah. and, and the truth is, you know, I was signed for to a major um, record company after this record came out and we got a deal. So it takes a whole bunch of approvals before I could approve something. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so I could like something and want to approve it, but if the producer doesn't approve it and the record company doesn't approve it, it, it won't fly. It doesn't see, get that. See, to, to me, now that's like a whole debate in itself that could go on like an hour podcast there. But it's like, I feel like Bax is like, all right, the artist is the one that should be getting the credit. But I get the the, yeah. ra- the label is more or less saying like, but we're the ones giving you the fame or the power or like, you know, whatever. But it's like, I think I seen an Adele clip where Adele was kind of like, no, it's my music. Why? Like if I want to share it or if I want someone to use it, why do you have any say in that? And I'm like, that is fair. It's true. Yeah. You know, like I, I goes back to us owning our masters. When you own your masters, you can be like, listen, I'll let whoever I want to use this, you know? And that's, that's the problem. Cause I've gotten, people have reached out to me directly. And even if I think it's great and, and they're inspired by the record, they use something from it. I'm telling them like, yeah, you know, it yeah. doesn't just take me. It takes a bunch of other people, you know? So that's just what it is. Like, but I'm ultimately, I just wanted to live on, keep yeah. on using it. Keep on, you know, I'm not one of those people that everybody yeah. hits me and they're like, Oh, aren't you upset about this? Or doesn't this make you mad? They're using your stuff. I'm like, no, I do not get mad. Yeah. <laughs> keep using it. You know, let I it, that's it. What you do music. You put it out there for it to keep living beyond you, you know? Yeah. Like I, I think it's interesting. Cause I, I know, for example, when I was younger, you know, sometimes you listen to a song and you like that song and then you find yeah. out years later that, okay, they sampled it from someone else. Like yeah. I remember in my, I'd say teen years listening to like good life by like Kanye yeah. and T-Pain. Oh, and yes. then I was like, I was like, man, I really like this song. And it took me only maybe like 10 years later. And then someone's like, you mean you like MJ's pretty young thing. I'm like, no, I like good life by Kanye. Like, and, no. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, no, you like this. And then someone of my friends was like, listen, yeah. listen. And then I was like, Oh, I was like, all right. Yeah. I guess I like that song too. And then the other person just like flips the table. Like that's my whole argument. I'm like, I'm sorry. 
I but didn't, didn't understand. That. Yeah, originally they brought it back, and, and it's cool yeah. that years later you find out where it comes from, right? That it it, it yeah. wasn't their original idea. It comes from somewhere. So I'm. That's what I mean. That that's the beauty of of creating music and just putting it out into the world. You never know what will happen years later with it. You know, I want to ask you because you mentioned about the ten thirteen album. Tell yeah. me a little bit more about that. Like, what things are you excited about that album? What things are yeah. different? Like, obviously growing up now, like going through the whole kind of, all right, this is the first song I put out. It was good. It was successful. Like yes. what kind of growth can you see say in this album? Well, compared this, to- I feel like it was a big deal. Cause you know, I, I dropped two official albums, a whole bunch of mixtapes, a whole bunch of singles, but I never felt like I had, I never got to complete a, 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 a full third album. Plenty of times I had the collection of music and I'm like, I'm gonna drop a third album and, and I never did it, you know? So completing this was such a, a great feeling, pushing myself to put it out there. Cause you know, you can hold on to something and then you're like, oh, it's not ready. And you just never put it out. And I, I, I've done that so many times. So I think getting in with the producer that I worked with, um, Ibrahim with this, it was great. We have the same birthday which is 1013. This is why oh, I, okay. we named the project that, you know, cause it was kind of like our bond with each other and um, how we just connected musically. And it was just great. I felt like he, um, he brought a lot of things out of me that I didn't even know like vocally I can do and play with and not feel so um, judged, you know, to try something different. Sometimes you could be in the studio and you're like, oh, if I try something and it sounds stupid or it sounds crazy. <laughs> You 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 feel embarrassed, like nah. I, I it was just like this kind of free feeling, you know, of just let's try it. it doesn't work, we scratch it, you know. Yeah. So it definitely was a great time creating it, and I think um in the music people can hear that. I, I, it's very it's very much grown, you know. It's me not trying to do anything but be who I am today. That's it. Just be um yeah the more adult Lumi. It's it's just a vibe. It feels good, you know. It definitely feels good. And I'm, I still listen, like, I just listened to it yesterday. I went to visit my brothers, right? It's funny. You're like, so how is yeah. it having siblings? Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was different because I just went and hung out with them yesterday. And that, I kind of feel like I never done that in my adult life. And they put the album on and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Right. They played the album and yeah. I still feel excited hearing it, you know? So, um, yeah, I just want to put these visuals out and get people to, to connect with it and find it, you know? until we on to the next, but the music is there to find forever now, you know, it's out there. So I'm just happy to be completing things and I'm doing work with great people because working with Ibrahim was such a great experience, you know, and he's such like, a great producer. So I, I'm just excited for people to still find this music, you know? I feel like artists can get away with like putting out an album that's called like 1013. But if I put out a podcast called 1019, they're like, what's that supposed to mean? I'll be like, oh, it's my birthday. And they'll be like, what kind of idiot names a podcast after their birthday? I'd be like, I do. I'm like, oh a musician God. did it and they got away with it. It's like, yeah, because she's going to have other albums named other things. And I'm like, other things. It's like, oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, but see, if you was doing a podcast with somebody else who had the same birthday, then it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, wow, it's weird. We have the same birthday. We met and then it's like, spoke about that and it just felt like an immediate connection, you know? That's what what I'm going to do. I'm going to like send like press releases out to people and I'll be like... 
whoever's on your act list that has a birthday of <laughs> October 9th. And then like, actually we have someone I'd be like, great. And then they bring them on. And I'll be like, Kermit the frog. No, I'd be I like, I didn't know you were the, and they'd be like, yes, I am. Yeah. That'd actually be cool. You have them on there sipping the tea, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That'd I'd be, be like, cool. I'd be like, I didn't know we shared the same birthday, Kermit. I don't know if that's exciting for me or if that's deflating for me. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Lumi D for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thank you for listening and good night. Kids. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we, we the perfect, perfect podcast, podcast for you. you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous or sexy catch, catch us, us on, on the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network or on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts because democracy, democracy is, is something you do. do the podcast super friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers hi I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge Louisiana I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.